0: He smiled broadly at her and leaned over to kiss her, knowing how hard she had worked for that. And her grandmother knew it, too, and had always said it was a futile project. And now it had finally happened, thanks to Delphine. Bravo, good work, he said, proud of her. There was no question that her grandmother was an amazing woman. And now the world would know it, as her countrymen recognized her. Delphine got up from the table a minute later to call her. She could hardly wait to get her on the phone and tell her. She was sure that her grandmother hadn't bothered to read the paper that morning or pounce on it as she had. Guile hadn't been optimistic about it. She had always said it would never be possible. And Delphine had proved her wrong. Persistence had finally won the prize. Her hands were still shaking as she called the cell phone she had given her grandmother and it went straight to voicemail, as it did most of the time. She never uses the cell phone I gave her, Delphine complained to Georges over her shoulder. Her grandmother claimed it was too complicated and she didn't need it, and preferred to use her phone at home. Delphine called that number next, and let it ring for a long time, in case she was busy or in the bath. There was no answer on that line either. The message machine was off and Delphine went back to the breakfast table in total frustration. She couldn't wait to tell her that it had finally happened. She probably went to church this morning, Georges reminded her. Or she's walking the dog. I'll try her again in a few minutes. But she had no greater success ten minutes or half an hour later. Delphine didn't know how she would contain herself until she reached her, and she finally called her mother instead who was as thrilled as her daughter and burst into tears when she heard the news. It had been their fondest hope for her, however modest she was about her accomplishments, and it frustrated both of them not to be able to find her. But despite her age, Gael was healthy and independent, an early riser, and usually had plans that took her out for the day or the evening. She was in remarkably good shape, of sound mind and body, and she enjoyed seeing friends, going to museums or the theater, or taking long walks with her dog in her neighborhood or along the Seine. I'll call her later, Delphine told her mother, and went back to stare at the list again, to make sure that her grandmother's name was still there and it hadn't been an illusion. It was the culmination of a dream for all of them, and so greatly deserved by Gael. Guile Pasquier had risen early that morning, as she always did. She did her stretching exercises, made toast and a large cup of café au lait, which she savored with pleasure, enjoying her daily habits. She bathed and brushed her well-cut snow-white hair, which she wore in a chic bob that framed her aristocratic features, and then dressed to visit her friend Louise. They both lived in the seventh arrondissement, and it was a healthy walk from the Place du Palais Bourbon, where Gael lived in a small but elegant apartment, to Louise's home on the Rue de Varenne. Gael's neighborhood was fashionable, but the building wasn't showy. She had beautiful paintings, and the apartment was decorated with handsome antiques. The atmosphere she created was warm and inviting, and when she went out, she took her small, long-haired brown dachshund Josephine with her, Guile and the dog were inseparable. Her grandchildren had given it to her, and Josephine was instantly ecstatic when she saw her leash and Guile put it on her, talking to her gently and promising her a nice walk. Despite her age, Guile lived alone and had no problem doing so. A housekeeper came in the daytime during the week, but she cooked her own dinner and as often as possible went out with friends. She had finally retired seven years before at 88 and had been reluctant to do so. She had loved her job as curator of a small, distinguished museum that she had helped establish and had been devoted to for almost 50 years. She saw all the important new art exhibits in Paris and usually went with her friend Louise, who was ten years younger and in excellent health, too. Louise had a daughter who lived in India and a son in Brazil, So she was grateful for Guile's company. And the two women had been friends for 57 years. Since Guile came back to France after living in New York for 16 years.